para de quejarte ya que se pone viejo y nadie va a querer hablarte nada. Aquí vivimos fuerte y libre, todo el combo cuando escupe tiene pique, no lo me dice, homie, kill it. Hombre de familia haciendo topa con los piles. Mi vida es seria, pero también el mejor chiste. Tengo amor, no me falta nada, viste. No te asustes, te fuiste donde te escondiste. Todo el mundo bien. Hey, everybody. My name is Luke Boracosica. Welcome to Outside Your Lane. I was going to play basketball at 6 a.m. this morning, uh, but uh, a bunch of the guys, or we didn't get enough guys to show up. So uh, I hit up my friend Brandon, who, uh, who I'm helping to get to the next level in basketball. We are planning on the NBA Summer League um, this summer. I got the budget and all those things. I, I do have to get a budget going for his mom. But anyway, because um, she's coming along. But uh, I, I uh, kind of somewhat joke, jokingly hit up Brandon, uh, you know, to say, uh, are you are you going to go still, like, work out at, at the ball court or... Or, or what, you know, implied, uh, or, or are you going to sleep? And uh, I, I did have to make a note to him that I wasn't trying to be, like, overly motivational. Um, I was literally, literally asking, um, partly because, um, you know, we work at a fine dining restaurant, currently just dinner. And so, um, you know, he's closing the bar. So uh, last night was, like, one of two times uh, since we've been working together that uh, he actually got out before me because I'm a lead server. So uh, being at the bar, he's, um, and he runs the bar, so he uh, he gets out later. But anyway, um, point being is uh, I thought, you know, what am I going to do with this time? And uh, I ended up going to my favorite coffee shop in town, grabbing a really nice coffee. And uh, I kind of had it on my heart to uh, get in this podcast. So um, I... As I mentioned last episode, if anybody was joining me, I decided um, recently that I was going to be more diligent about trying to be as specific as I reasonably could on this podcast uh, with each episode, uh, try to make them unique, um, and, and just go one more level into just going like beyond, hey, this is a, this is a podcast about a student slash entry-level person working their way into the sports business industry. So, and I'll be honest, that's a, that's a tall order, um, in and of itself. And then of course, trying to dive in and then, you know, um, one, one of the challenges I faced, uh, is, is you, you're networking with really strong, um, people like strong networks, um, strong careers. Um, you know, some, some of the uh, people I've been, uh, really privileged to speak with, um, I, I really, I really respect, uh, their space and, um, you know, I have no, no doubt that some of them that I connect with, you know, who are like say new connections, especially who, who don't, who don't really know me, or maybe even we had a phone conversation, say like one of these people, um, uh, knows I have a podcast, maybe they're curious as to how much information about them I'm sharing. But I, I, I really respect uh, the space of these individuals. And, um, and I, I, I look to, I'm looking to share over time uh, more about some of those um, interactions. But um, it's, just, it's just a personal conviction. Obviously, other people would, would choose a different route with that and probably just drop names and stuff like that. I just don't, I don't feel that that's what I should be doing. So um, I'm more like saying, hey, I spoke with a 
with a really strong journalist who you know used to cover the NFL, um, you know, as a beat writer or something like that, which which did happen recently. Um, we we had a cool conversation in the middle of my sports law final. Um, so that um, I'm looking for forward to some more fruit from from that conversation. He had a couple uh, connections for me, which uh, has been a really cool uh, process. Um, and and I will make a note on on the connections point is if you're and again right this being a student slash entry level person type of podcast who's growing in this industry uh and as i always share on the other side of the spectrum if you're an established person maybe not even in sports business but say business or whatever um you know hopefully this is a reminder of you know uh some of the tools or or things you can share with um or or maybe you're even teaching say like an nil class or something at a university um just just a reminder as to some of the things that you need to you know share with your uh, students or in those one-on-one you know conversations over coffee um you know because obviously there's like the what's the one thing i need to do or three things you know and i've tried to never ask that question i've tried to just stay curious um and i've tried to just kind of see where to be honest you know life goes and use the expertise that um, and experiences that these people I connect with want to share with me and I feel that that has always served me well personally um, so I want to uh, share that um, in this episode one thing I strived to do uh as I was sitting in my uh, warmed up vehicle, please pardon me in a second, I'm gonna grab a little sip of this really, really tasty coffee. I usually do single origin, that's my style. They have one house blend and I was able to hook up the deal to get their house blend coffee um, over to to my restaurant. So I even mentioned to somebody, I wasn't trying to get a cut from the deal. Um, and I did almost do some sales for them, but I guess uh, guess it wasn't in the cards. But <clears throat> anyway, uh, nice to have really good coffee at an, an Italian place, um, you know, beyond like, you know, typical kind of 7.5 or 8, you know, restaurant coffee at a, at a place like that. You want, you want that 9 personally um, or 10. But anyway... Um, what I, what I wanted to do in this episode is to share some people in sports who have inspired me over the years. Um, and, and, you know, you know how it is, uh, right? Maybe you're 22, maybe you're, I don't know, 72, I guess, you know, if 72 year olds are, are listening to podcasts right now, probably, you know, more than I know. Um, but y- you go through phases, right? I mean, when you're six, you know, like when I was six and I am, I was going to plan to start from the beginning, just rattle off people that were really motivating me at those junctures in time. Um, so, so yeah, let's, uh, let's go make it happen. Um, and if you hear an accent, I am from Wisconsin. Um, and, uh, I, I have given some, some personal background over the course of, you know, these episodes, pardon me here. Let's get another little sip of coffee. Honorable mention all state growing up in in basketball uh, was definitely at least all conference in some way in football as a quarterback and uh, in basketball would go on to play division two um, but uh, had had a lot of talent um, 
and uh, definitely made made some run in the state tournament as a very small school. Um, so I think you know something like Division Six, which you know is like in Wisconsin, is 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 very low, um, and uh, or you know the lowest you can be. So anyway, good stuff there. Um, always always appreciated. My dad's tutelage still do. Um, you know, I, I, I always think of Ken Griffey Jr. and Ken Griffey Sr., of course, who got to play together. That's how it feels with my dad and I right now because, you know, he's he's in his latter days. He's 74, and, you know, he still pushes me to grow and, and, and max out, you know, on the sports business front, uh, which is, of course, cool because, you know, growing up, you're just trying to be, you know, a good person, good athlete, all that stuff. But now, you know, the tides have shifted a little bit, and... Um, so here we are. <clears throat> so after my dad, um, no doubt about it, Brett Favre, right? I grew up in Wisconsin, right? So, um, you know, you have Brett Favre in the middle of, you know, I grew up in, uh, born in 1990. So, so in the middle of his uh, three in a row MVPs, which is, you know, funny to think about. Um, and, uh, but yeah, uh, amazingly inspiring football. I literally used to cry watching him play. I'm not kidding. Um Michael Jordan, uh, another three-peat situation, of course. I would have been watching the Bulls' second three-peat because, I mean, right, the first one, I was one, two, and three. So, um, But I've gone back. I've done my research. You know, I've watched the games. Now, have I watched every single game from the early 90s? No. But I can still tell you sequences that are going to happen if we're sitting down watching Bulls and Jazz 97 or 98. Uh, no joke. So I still remember some of the times. Um, I remember game one from 97. I remember, um, I'm talking about like, I remember where I was and the situation and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, awesome stuff. Um, still, still, you know, memories I hold dear to my heart for sure uh, with my dad and, and others. Um, let's see, after uh, Michael Jordan, uh, which is hard, you know, obviously to top, even Brett Favre, you know, uh, was hard was hard to top. I mean, you watch guys today, as much as they don't throw the amount of interceptions Brett threw, he was very inspiring, uh, no question. Um, yeah, uh, the 2001 NBA playoffs, uh, man, I, I got into Ray Allen, Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady, and Paul Pierce, um, just just epic performances. Um, you had Allen Iverson going against Vince Carter. You had, um, you know, you had uh, Paul Pierce um, doing his thing. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I, I don't remember the Celtics too well in those playoffs, but um, being in Wisconsin, naturally the Bucks were making a run. They, they made it to Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm not going to bore you with all that. Some of you remember this stuff. But the 2001 NBA playoffs, big time. Um, Obviously, clearly, I was an Eastern Conference guy because of the Bulls, uh, certainly because of the Bucks making that run. That's when I became a Bucks supporter and have been ever since then, even in their many, many not great years since. Uh, we're talking, you know, Michael Red, all that stuff, um, who, you know, loves the Lord. And, and, and I always look for players like that. My dad pointed that out growing up, um, you know, even when our family wasn't per se like a you know what I mean? Like a Christian family or whatever, right? Michael Red's dad was a pastor. Good stuff like that. That's why he always pointed up. You had that strong faith. So anyway, um, after the 01 playoffs, um, I'm actually going to fast forward to Kobe Bryant. Um, I was late to his party. Uh, I just, I don't know. I just wasn't into him growing up. Um, but he was must-see TV, as people like Michael Wilbon have said about 
certain uh, players or certain TV. Um, and me personally, I'm sure you relate to me, uh, you know, given the nature of this podcast. But uh, I wanted to watch sports growing up. I wanted to play basketball. It's eventually all I wanted to do. And then uh, I wanted to watch basketball. So that was that was the situation. Um, and if I may, if I may, I became a student of sports and a student of the game, certainly of basketball, partly because, um, granted, I was extremely blessed growing up. But I, I definitely, we didn't have the means to go, like, travel, you know, uh, I don't know, whatever, three hours, three, three hours, three and a half hours to go catch a Milwaukee Bucks game. Of course, they usually weren't very good growing up for me. Um, but point being is, you know, you, you, you become a student of the game. I was recording every single Michael Jordan uh, national game on VHS, every single pa- Green Bay Packers game um, on, uh, on VHS as well, you know, and then eventually, like, if I ever randomly caught, caught the Milwaukee Bucks on um, NBC, which, I mean, I can literally, like, I can count the times that that happens. So, um, anyway, um, two. Two <laughs> um, that that I saw that I was able to see. So, um, but anyway, um, let's see. Yeah. So Kobe, um, this is what I want to want to drop about Kobe um, as I exit. Um, I, I keep these podcasts to fifteen. So Kobe, um, Kobe, when he went through the rape allegations, his wife seemed like such a supporter. And you know, you watch like ESPN News at that time. Pardon me. Um, Kobe seemed truly repentant. And I, I remember watching at that time, I was 10 and 11. I'm like, wow, you know, that's, that's a lot of humility, you know, on his part. I, I remember thinking at that moment and he seemed to really change after that. He still had that confidence that we know, uh, that, you know, as we call it killer mentality, obviously, you know, everybody says Mamba for me, it's more about just, he was a guy, he could talk, you know, like Michael or whoever else, but he, 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 he allowed his play to do the talking and he, and he was just, he was a gamer. But anyway, um, I, I really appreciated that about Kobe a lot. So anyway, I'm going to wrap up with that. Um, maybe next time I'll get into like more recent history, but I'm glad you joined me, joined me today. And I, uh, want to definitely connect with any of you if you're up for that. So thank you so much. Catch you soon. God bless. (laughs) 